I don't wanna go to work. I just wanna chill and play all day. Look 'em dead in the face and say, I wish I could just be still asleep while you work. Welcome to the Jobs Blow podcast with Brianna and Josh. The podcast for dreamers with day jobs. So this is part two of our conversation with actor Malik Yoba entitled Full Circle. So if you haven't listened to part one, stop what you're doing, go back and listen to it. And if you have, enjoy part two. Yeah, go that way. Uh, uh, <laughs> you tell her to go the wrong way. Uh, so perfect case in point, that young lady um, who's here. We have a guest of Malik's coming. Um, she heard me speak at an event. Um, What's her name? Can we know her name? Uh, um, God, I gotta remember it. It's um, Adriana. Adriana. Hi, Adriana. So I was speaking at an event about this very topic. It was called Songs and Conversation. And I was asking people to speak their dreams out loud. And she happened to be in the audience. And I had her come up, and it was almost impossible for her to articulate you know, what she wanted. And she literally started crying. And, you know, I had the audience encourage her to speak it. And she pulled me to the side afterwards and said, um, you know, I, I, I do believe in what you're saying. I'm a school teacher now, and I do believe in the positive pow- the power of positive thinking. And I've been trying that, but there are some other things I'm trying to achieve that I don't seem to be able to kind of get out of my own way. And this was maybe a month and a half ago. And I said, I'm traveling. Here's my number. You know, stay in contact. When I'm back in town, we'll spend some time. That's this day. Oh, okay. I have not seen her since that event. Um, And so your earlier question is how do you keep people encouraged? Sometimes you stay in contact with them, like her, and just help people along the way. And particularly for artists, I think – you know, it's a very selfish endeavor, right? I want to be famous. I want this job. I, right. But w- there's a we here. Right. And I truly believe that my blessings flow because I believe in abundance of giving as well. And I think when you do that, then the cycle will always continue and you will, you will be provided for And it. I have to say, you've always been like that for me in particular, from meeting you, from staying in touch, from asking me to collaborate or read a, a part or something and just being able to communicate with you when I needed to reach out and say, hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 like wealth of kindness, I will never forget it. Regardless of what happens with me, career, family life, I will always say like, you know, he was always willing to help and to get a word of advice, you know, and I just think that there needs to be more of that. Yeah, well, world. and even for her, she's got these obstacles, but she had this to look forward to, and you gave her yeah, something yeah. Well, same positive. thing with, with, with Leslie Ann. You know, Leslie Ann, you know, was working in another capacity, um, but always dreamt about not being in... And she's had uh, in a bureaucratic system, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so there was a time when I was the vendor for her, Oh. you know and she provided opportunity and then right. she approached me one day and said I think you should start a foundation I want to run it and I was like I've done foundations right. we have to work just as hard in the for profit world we can make a lot of money and just still do good with it there's a whole lot of there's a mindset that goes with many people who work for nonprofits. is this you know let's we have to beg people for opportunity the entrepreneur says, fuck that. 
I'm going for. I'm going to create this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm happy to have been able to provide opportunity for Leslie Ann as well to work with me to say, look, girl, um, this is how we manifest. And, you know, putting this team together um, and you're running the point on it because these are all the projects. So people look at me and go, oh, that's that dude from that movie. Some yeah. people do that. Some people know that's Malik Yoba, and he's done blah, 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 and they know every single thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't know the business side. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I just finished a contract for Google writing for a VR character. They're doing using technology to their virtual reality platform to train police officers in de-escalating tense situations. Wow. I look at it as I'm helping use technology to save black people's lives because yes. too many cops kill us. For no reason, um, people I, don't know that I do that. Uh, or go ahead. I, I just I gotta. I, you don't. You're doing so many other things, and it just it. It's so funny to me that like to look at you from the outside and say, "Oh, he's an actor." Right. That's right. it. Yeah, Malik Yobi. A lot of layers. Movies. But Lots like, it seems to me everything you say, every every story you're telling us, there's this educator. You want to be someone who who helps, who's a storyteller, who wants to 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 raise people up. I mean, that's almost. Is it too much to say that that's almost more of who you are? As, well, that as a is person? who I am. I mean, you know, I um, that's what I said. You said, "How do you what title?" I'm the CEO of I, of I give a fuck incorporated. I came yeah. up with that one. You can use it. Please use it. Actually, okay. Can I? I want everybody. I'll be the, treasure. I'll be the Jewish treasure. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I want people to walk around as the CEO no, of I, I give, give a, a fuck, fuck incorporated. Yeah. There's no, I take no ownership of that. Got it. Um, other than the well, also starring. In well, there's New York a book undercover. I'm writing about it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm working as an actor. Under, yeah, New York yeah. Undercover's coming back as a series and yeah. playing the same character. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. The show well, got picked. Uh, come on, ABC. Probably. Yeah, but like that's you're coming full circle. It was the right yeah. time, right? It was the right right moment, time to be right in pitch. New York. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you excited? Um, How was the shoot? It was great. It was surreal, man. It was because I've I've shot a lot of projects in the last twenty years in New York, um, and. Um, the minute I put that toothpick in my mouth, for those that don't know, that was a character yeah. choice, very similar. I, I was it was inspired by Kojak. Exactly, he it had is. his lollipop. Yeah. Each each character, I try to give them a little thing, like thing that they do, original, or, unique. Well, just some little thing that they have. That's you know. Is Lauren Velez back? Is she? Her name is Luna. It was Lauren. Oh. Well, the world called her Lauren, but her family always called her Luna. Oh, really? So I don't know. We just we we danced to, at a party one time. We have to <laughs> now call her Luna. Okay, Luna. It takes okay. a while. All right. But can I ask a selfish question? What was it like working on Copland? Because I love that movie, and it's got every major, like, you know, like Italian-American, you know, That was gangster. supposed to be Stallone's well, I mean, Oscar. Let me tell you something. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, guys going to ask me a fucking question. I mean, De Niro I yelling at Stallone well, in the office, and you're do? sitting there you on blew the it. You blew it. <laughs> Guy asked me, awesome. "What are you doing?" I have never seen that. Movie. It's so good, it's and good. It's I've so heard, but I don't good. know why. It was a place in my life. I guess I just and, and it's just every scene Netflix. Is, uh, is it on Netflix? It's on something. Somewhere. It's hard now that with a ten-year-old daughter, I can't. Like, right. there's some movies. Uh, can, that I, can I just can't. tell you? You like, have to watch it with her. <laughs> I don't know that. Is that? Ten-year-old approved? It's, no, I said you don't have. Oh to no, but I'm saying she stays up until like eleven o'clock. Right. It's really. I understand. Small children. Um, but eventually, you can get no, to it. Yeah. It was great, man. I was young. I was 28. Um, I knew De Niro. De Niro used to support the City Kids Foundation. Uh, okay. So I knew him from that. And so to end up doing a movie with him was kind of trippy. Particularly 
my first day shooting with him and Stallone <laughs> and being on a set like, oh shit. De Niro and Stallone, and it's me. They had to be real. And like all your scenes were with them yeah, because it was always were, in the office yeah, it was there. always so. with uh, De Niro. Um, I did a commercial with De Niro, I and I had that. to this sit in a trunk. And, and everyone in this show has already heard that. Story. Listen, I've done four things. I Let's talk about them, okay? Yeah. <laughs> everyone on the show. Every episode, I talk about one less of the three of the four things, and then just circle back around. What are you talking about? Full circle for Josh. <laughs> Full See, circle for Josh. It about Josh. I think it's gonna listen when I when I called you when you were on the the designated survivor. Right. I was so psyched. The show was so good. I mean, like it's just you you find ways to keep doing things. I'm excited. That's for this God, too, man, I don't think. I, honestly, look. Uh, the one thing I said about the thinking and believing in self, being unwavering in your belief, one ounce of doubt and you're out. I think that's critical. Um, but I, I truly, truly believe. At 51 years old, having done my first film 30 years ago in 1989, having worked consistently since '93 as an actor, writer, well, even just the actor part, right. I've never not worked. And I don't say that boastfully. I say that... Thankfully. Thankfully. Um, because um, I truly believe that the generosity that you feel you experience with me is the key. Mm-hmm. Along with the belief. You have to give a fuck, man. You can't just pursue your dream and forget about everybody else. And... Lift as you climb. You have to do that. And I think that when you do that, the universe, the world opens up to you in a way that you won't know until you do that. Right. I feel know? like you should have a church. Cause this I, is I church, go. though. I this go. is this, this is this is the church. But I also want to ask you, because you have been able to work, have been able to work the, uh, throughout those years, Tell us about what you've seen as far as the evolution for opportunities for people of color. People, people of that color. look like me. Yeah, there's certainly more. I mean, when I started, there were two and a half, three and a half networks. Fox wasn't even a full network. You had to have 13 hours of original programming to be considered a network. We had nine in '94 when New York Undercover was around the first right. time. Now you have hundreds of platforms, so there's certainly more opportunity. Um, more recognition. There's more recognition. There's more opportunity. Um, and, you know, it's uh, for everyone. I mean, l- I love to see what's happening with the LGBT community, with the trans, you know, trans community, with... Um, well, yeah, Billy Porter at the Met. At the Met. At the Met. Oh, I love <laughs> and that. And Billy club. Porter, like, man, I'm so happy for him because I used to have a restaurant here in New York called Soul Cafe on 42nd Street, where the Signature Theater is now. That used to be... Okay where National Video was back in the day, where the original Kramer was. We had a restaurant for nine years, 96 to 2004. That's another thing. I was 19 years old. I working at Cafe Luxembourg saying, I'm going to have a restaurant. By 29, I had it. And it was a young man who I used to see around the city. And I'd share my dream. Man, you can't do that. Opening night, that kid happened to be at the at the restaurant. He goes, remember me? Mr. Doubtful, you did it. He, he ended up opening the restaurant some years later. But um, Billy sang at my restaurant years ago when he was on Broadway. I forgot what show he was doing. And I'm so happy to see him uh, particularly. Do you, have uh, you seen Pose? I've, yeah, I've seen some episodes. It's, and, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. I mean, I also love um, because it's the 80s. I, and I, I came up that. in that time. Yeah, the ball, the New York, the ball scene that like in New York growing up. Yeah, I went to balls in, in the 80s. Did and, you really? Yeah, friends. Like I went to school with, if you ever saw Paris is Burning, 
I saw. I went I to school see that. with. I it's on. That's on Netflix. Yes. That's you can watch that I, too. Okay. Late at night, your kid is sleeping. Okay. Um, Octavia Saint Laurent, who's prominently featured in that, we went to high school right down the block at Julie wow. Richmond. Wow. Um, at, one, at one of three high schools I went to. So, but she was in one of them. That's cool. And did you did you consider going to college or were you? I did. I just never matriculated. Yeah. How'd you get training? Where'd you get acting training? So, like I said, because we were fortunate in the 70s and 80s, you had theater programs. So, right here at Wagner, we had a theater program with Miss Rich. She was our drama teacher who hated me. (laughs) She didn't think I was funny. She thought other people were funny, but I got the last laugh. Um, That's part of it. Just think you're funny, and then put your funny out there, and then your funny will manifest. Um, But the Metropolitan Opera Children's Theater Guild, HP Studios... Uh, private lessons with Cynthia Belgrave, um, who is a contemporary of Susan Batson. Um, and so that was the training. But the real training happens when you work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you could definitely right. go get the skill the toolbox and get and the work tool. begets work. So, you know, but also, you if you pay attention to really, practice. you know, study other actors and ask a lot of questions, especially on set, like, you know, theater similarly, but set, man, is so much to learn you know i spent a lot of time with dps every dp i've ever worked right. with i've built some kind of relationship with the camera operators especially especially because i like to direct and so i've always just wanted to know like why that lens right. and why when are you going to use steady cam versus tracks or whatever it might be um and so i've just always been really, really passionate about the learning part on set and for accents do you have you just always been really good at doing them or do you yeah that's just i think it's like singing i think you hear it you hear music and you a c note is a c note all over the world and so you either hear it or you don't no i don't yeah some people just don't hear it and they can't Mm. and all accents aren't as easy but uh, i do quite a bit so i mean i still english australian i'm like (laughs) I can hear the difference. Yeah. I can you? I, can, I, I still. Yeah. In doing the show, I, I meet people from all over the world, and it's weird. I can hear them talking. I'm like, yeah. Australia, New Zealand, sometimes right. once in a while you hear it. Um, but recreating it is sometimes yeah. no, harder. I, can't I have do like that. 10, I do. I have one accent, and you've heard it. I have one accent. Yeah, in my nose with my friend Erie. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to ask an annoying HR question mm-hmm. that we ask every week. I'm not sure if you've ever heard it before, but where do you see yourself in five years? Doing more of the same at a higher level, whatever that means. Just, just I just you know continue to vibrate higher, just manifest at a, because I'm doing everything I've ever wanted to do. I've always done everything I've always wanted to do. It's just stepping into it. You know, what level are you doing it? You know, um, how hard you push. Well, it's sometimes how some how how willing you are to let go too. It's not always about pushing, because people think about of of the idea that this is the thing. A lot of times, like for instance, Harlem in Hollywood, my my one man show. Initially, I thought this show was gonna. The initial conceit was Subway, nine eleven. Um, the towers fall and there are all these people stuck on the subway car and they have to get out. And that was inspired by the fact that I used to, when I rode the subway as a kid, I would ear hustle all the time and listen to accents and go, oh, well, what did you, what language yeah. did you speak? And then I would mimic them and then, so that's where a lot of it happened as a kid, just growing up in the city, you know, right up the block, you know, one of the 
first characters you meet is a character called Candyman, an old Spanish guy. But that was based on a guy who owned the bodega up the block from where we are right now, 96th Street and 1st Avenue. I used to stop in there before school just to hear the guy say, Faisang, Tengsang, 20 Faisang. How much for this one? You know, and so he ended up as a character in my show. And I thought this show was just going to be a way to like, let me showcase all these voices and these people that I do. And, and I'll talk about my journey, but that's not what the show really is about. It's really about the spiritual, emotional, you know, uh, and, 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 uh, mental journey of, a, a boy who grew up in an abusive environment, who grew up in <coughs> Harlem in the South Bronx, who, you know, has a d- experienced trauma and, you know, and, and it became about, you know, what happens when you have a dream and you achieve it, it's not the thing you thought it was. And then it became about a universal, universal themes. It had to be, right? Because mm-hmm. right. just talking about me isn't that interesting. So no matter who you are, there's something about the show, some character. Um, that you can relate to. Yeah, and each one of them is going for something. And, and that's the universal But they're all part. stuck on this subway. Yeah, car. well, no, no, it's no longer, it's now it's, it takes place in the therapist's office. Oh, okay. You know, it's I no think... longer on the subway. So I'm saying it, I had to be obedient to what it wanted to be. And sometimes we can hold on so tight, this is what I have to do and I have to go in this direction. And sometimes it's the letting go uh, that allows it, like New York on the cover. Right. We knew from the time the show was canceled in 1998 that this is something audiences never wanted to leave. And so to carry the burden of the number, first of all, the first show in the history of television with a black and Latino as the lead uh, that gets renewed past the first season. Mm-hmm. Right, first right. drama ever, and there was a lot of right. hip hop influence on that show. We were the yes. the show to introduce the world to many hip hop artists. We were the first one in prime time to play hip hop music, um, wow. to have them perform. Biggie performed in the show. We tried to get Tupac on the show. One Mary J. Blige, so many people, seventy five of the top artists ever, but not just hip hop. Everybody from BB King to John, James Brown to the Marleys to Lisa Stanfield to Phil Collins to Brandy to. You know, Mary Wilson to Sick. the Four Tops to the OJs wow. to we had everybody perform. Um, but what's interesting? But about the, I just want to f- okay, finish sorry. that full circle full point. Circle, yes. So for years we had been pushing for the return of the show, um, mostly on behalf of an audience that's telling you every single day of your life what, what happened to the show, man? Right. Why is it coming back? Whether it's on social media in the sub, wherever you are, people are in your face. And for years we had been trying to push. I met with Dick Wolf back in 2013 about when I was doing Alphas because I was back in the Universal System and it was a Universal show. I said, hey man, you know, this is the time. When Empire came out and that was a very similar DNA, at least the first, the pilot was in the first season, um, had a lot of the same elements that made New York on the cover work um, and approached it then. Finally, in 20... um, 17, Luna was doing a play in L.A., and Michael DiLorenzo and I went to go see it. And we had been talking about this off and on for years. And, and I was like, look, man, I'm I'm not going to keep pushing to go backwards. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I've passed that show. I'm good. Like, I've had a re- you know legit com- career for the last however long it's been. So let go of that. And then when it comes back, it comes back 
for everybody right. in the same way. Like even Dick Wolf wasn't trying to do it. It was ABC that said, "Do you have some diverse content?" So he went into the vault, and Anthony Hemingway, who directed, who was a PA back in the day. He wasn't trying to do it. Lyle LaFleur, who's a producer on the show, who helped develop it originally, now works with Anthony. And so there are so many people. Sandra Hernandez, who did Wardrobe, she came back. So it took on a life of its own. So sometimes you have to let it go. You let and it go and so maybe it comes back. back. Well, and what what's, was great about Fox at the time was they put your show against Seinfeld. Right. I mean, Fox was really innovative when, when they first Well, they had started. to. I mean, that's just numbers, right? If you got... White America, the numbers—they knew exactly who was watching right. Seinfeld. It wasn't black folk, right? But they, Latino, but they were willing to do something that well, no one else had done. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, they had to. Yeah. You know, right. we have buying power. It's about selling product. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it's commercial television. Well, no, I don't kid myself. Everything is about money. But the fact that they—they. They but it's took... just makes good business sense. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason. Look, Trust me, Black Panther could have come out in 94. The shit would have still made a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. yep. In 94. Yep. I worked with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So, well, he was too young then to do the movie. Yeah. But <laughs> it would have been whoever it was. But so, you know, we we have value. And that goes back to, I think, one of the essential things we're talking about is recognizing the value in all of us. And when you talk about full circle, you know, knowing that, that line in that circle runs through all of us. There is no other. You know, we talk about all this, these issues around immigration and, you know, don't let these people in and those people, like, right. Mm-hmm. If we can just work on that part of the human condition mm-hmm. that, that sees other, then all of it will be full circle and everybody gets taken care of. So many lessons. Oh my god, it's yeah, exploding. exploding. <laughs> well, and I actually just heard someone say um, about when people say I don't see color, and someone said, "No, you should see color. You should see diversity. Like that's what this right. world is about." And I never thought about it that way, but right. yes, yeah, I mean, I agree. it is about. That's why I love living here. What you're saying about the subway. I sit on that subway sometimes, and I'm like hearing all these different languages. I grew up in Ohio. Right. I mean, I grew up where it was like white, 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 white. Well, no. and Dave Chappelle <laughs> <laughs> and LeBron. <laughs> yes, LeBron. Did all you right. know, real quick, before we play our game? Did you know a lot of actors from the from the Slam, the working actor slams that we did, are really doing it? One guy's on uh, Hawaii Five O. Well, yeah, uh, I forgot her name, but uh, Andrea was on the whole first two seasons of The Deuce. And a couple of other actors. Is that right? Yeah. I, I didn't was, know that. Oh, my Damn God. Josh, Remember Andrew did you the Joker? Yeah, yeah. She did the Joker monologue when she recreated that night. She's She was on the whole first season of the We news. take all the credit for that. Well, you should. Well, one of my favorites is Nafisa awesome. Williams, who's on yeah. Black Lightning. She So we did the show one day, and uh, we were having some technical difficulties. And I said, anybody in the audience you know, has a monologue? She, she had come up yeah. from Philly with her friend. She was just a guest. She jumped on stage, did a monologue. We've done two projects together. Have you really? Yeah, since awesome. then, yeah. yeah. So she's like my little Coincidentally sister. Coincidentally or because of that? No, but like, no can I tell you how many it's, things? This, can it's I, all connected. It's There's so many events random. and projects and shows and clubs and everyone doing these things. And just to be a part of that that whole production and see other people just like kind of grow and, and like you man you got a you didn't great. have this podcast no you but you know it just other things life happens but it's and, just great to have and you're a dad you're a dad yeah, that's still my that's greatest your, role trust exactly me. man yes. i spend all day with my kids and i i love it i fucking yeah. love it 
Um, so let's play our game. Yes, we're play go our ahead. Game. Yes. Okay, so we call this game Rolls of a Lifetime okay. right, for you. So I'm going to throw some quick answers. Right. You don't overthink it. But uh, Look at that. Oh, there and everyone wave to the camera. minutes of, of, of delicious. Of this is cottage. good, man. This, this is, is what a writer in Hollywood looks like, guys, <laughs> right here in a hoodie. That's right. Okay, you there ready? You go. Yeah. Rolls of a Lifetime. Any historical figure that you would love to play? or Man, there's so many. I keep discovering them as I go along. Dead, alive, it doesn't matter. Um, Paul Robeson. I mean, just yeah. You guys know who no. he is. I know I should. You don't. I should. This is called white privilege, I ladies knew and it. gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Paul Robeson. Wow. See, and this is what's. It's not your fault. No, it's the history books. It's not your fault because this is, and this is why we have to tell our stories. I know the name. Paul Robeson was a Rhodes Scholar. He was a. Uh, I don't know if he's. Valedictorian of Princeton, but um, he was a track star. He was a football star. He was an opera singer. He spoke Russian. He lived in Russia. Wow. Uh, he's the, he was the lead in Porgy and Bess on Broadway. Um, Paul Robeson is the man who said he's and he's one of my heroes. Um, and don't feel bad because I spoke at Paul Robeson uh, High School recently in the Bronx, and the teachers didn't even really know his no. history and the kids had no idea who he was and there was a photo of him what? on the wall of the auditorium that's a whole other story wow. but wow. but uh he's the one who said artists are the gatekeepers of truth uh so he's a hero okay all right i'll do the next one yeah. um since you said you're you're not really into the avengers the original question is which avenger would you like to play or really another superhero that you'd like to play um well, you know, back in the day, I, I thought I would be Luke Cage, Power Man. Oh, that um, would have been awesome. Um, you could still do it, technically, because they're could. bringing the property back to Disney, so they're going to—they're probably not going to you know, take it. You're in with Disney again. now. All I have to do is die this, and I'd look younger again. You could do it. And, you uh, could do it. Who, yeah, I, I'd, I'd go with uh, Luke Cage. Wonder Woman? Is that okay? Yeah, mm -hmm. do it. No, I'm going to be Wonder Woman. Do the next question, too, for you. Oh, okay. Can you do impressions and or any cartoon voices? Because you're great with the accents. So. I don't do any cartoon voices. What about so impressions? I... Can you do any impressions? Of people? Yeah. Brianna? Do Brianna. You already did Do no. Brianna. No, any others no, that you do at parties or anything? No, no. no. Mm -mm. Sorry. Like I wish I was good at that. I could be if I... I applied myself to it though. All right, what which accent are you the best at? Oh, that's good. Say? Yeah, do that. Oh man, there's so many. But like, I'm gonna give you her like Suzanne. <laughs> like I was like walking down the street, right, and like she was looking at me. I was like, "Why are you looking at me like that for?" Like you know, cause like it's always like you know, like <laughs> you could like or you could not like. Like I don't like you. Dude, like so, if me, I don't like you, then that's it. Dude, let me tell you something, right? See, like he's Chinese, but like it wasn't like really <laughs> authentico, authentico. Porque la gente dice authentico, tú sabes, okay? So I like, I take it that was when you heard on the subway a lot, or just walking down the street. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, and that's I, an old black man, by the way. That, that accent, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. For so those that don't know, uh, that's a typical like New York, like Puerto Rican. It could be a woman, it could be a gay person, it could be. Like, he told me that, like, it's actually, like, a character that I do. Okay, like, here's a full circle story. Like, so this is one of the characters. I do these two characters. Like, well, I just want to tell these people what the fuck is going on. Okay, <laughs> Octavia. Miss Octavia. 
and uh, a Shanifa. <laughs> Two characters watch. But like, why are you t- like blowing on my spot? So, girl, you better stay your ears over the air. <laughs> all these people. So are um, both of these ladies in your show. This this booth they, got they, really they crowded. Are, they are. Um, they and the reason they're in my show because that's like certain nods I give to certain like communities and and they represent people that I knew. You know, that's it. Growing up in New York, that had a hard time out there. Some working on the streets. Of New York street workers, sex workers, gotcha. you know, and uh, just just finding, like, giving them life and helping people see them, you know, like Uncle Dominic all day long, you know. I gotta tell you a little story, you know. Last time, I look at you, man, and let me, let me ask you something. <laughs> you got a husband named uh, Brian. <laughs> I know that guy. Guy, fucking, guy's a freaking ball buster. You know, guy owes me like fifteen fucking hundred dollars. Give me you your know? best, Ju- give me your so best not. Jewish accent. Come on, oh, Gladys Rosenberg. <laughs> Hello, my name is Gladys Rosenberg. I'm a geriatric palsy instructor. <laughs> Part-time therapist. <laughs> That's my uh, Gladys. He is funny. He is funny. He's super He's funny. Listen, Gladys. Gladys Malik. Look, Malik. Gladys. Your name is on the wall. Where is it over there? Oh, Gladys. Gladys. Oh, know. my God. All, All right. right. So how about this? Um, if you could do any show on Broadway, uh, that's either already a, a Broadway show or your own Call him to Hollywood. You would do it. Do you think, I, I, is there a I chance? I am going. No. Are you pushing for it? Uh, there's always a chance. I know. I'm touching him. Did you hear? There's always did, a chance. Did, did I know. You, you believe you it. I know. Me? There's never no doubt. You said. Is, there a, Is there a chance? I mean, are we going? Are we it? going there? Where are we going? It's absolutely going to Broadway. I cannot wait for that. Let me help you. So when I first started writing the show, I said it must be at the Apollo. That's where it has to start because it's Harlem to Hollywood. We did the Apollo and sold out in February. I'm doing it again. So that's another example of seeing something, intending it, not letting it go. The one thing I didn't see coming that is happening is the New York Historical Society, which has a beautiful 420-seat theater in it uh, and a huge wall for projection. Um, if you haven't gone there and seen this film, The Story of New York, and there's another one called, um, I think, When We Rise or something about women's history in, New York, in the country. Beautiful films. That, uh, that theater was built for that first wow. film. Um, so wow. it'll be in a museum. It'll tour. It'll be on Broadway for a limited run, and it'll be a TV special somewhere. Wow. That's the intention. Now just watch. A Netflix special so I can watch it? Been talking to Netflix, um, but also have a platform, uh, OTT, o- over-the-top platform, that where I could actually distribute it myself, which I'm funding this myself as well, um, which is a choice. It's like that taking a page out of my other entrepreneurial, like my music life and, you know. Right. The hip hop world of even though I wasn't a hip hop artist, I was a closet hip hop artist. But um, Josh is too. Yeah, but um, doing doing he doing it yourself, you know, mm-hmm. doing it, distributing it. I mean, it could be net, it could be Netflix, but I want to I want to be able to maximize the reach and the upside for myself. So sure. wherever that ends up, yeah. All right, this is meant to be comedic, but so I've had two roles on TV. One, I played a speed I dater. I thought it was four. Uh, it was he has four moments. Four moments. Uh, two, Different. I played a speed dater with Bridget Moynihan on Blue Bloods, which you were on, mm-hmm. and I was playing a skeevy sex, uh, uh, skeevy front desk worker at a sex hotel in the seventies on the Deuce. If you could play one of those two roles, which would you play? And how would you voice the character? <laughs> yeah, skeevy wow. sex worker 
Or skeevy hotel uh, clerk or speed dater with Bridget. Nerdy speedy. Would you like a room? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a room? <laughs> That's pretty much how he sounded. Hourly a nightly. The interesting uh, fact is they killed his character. They killed it. Well, we have that in common. I, I've, I've been knocked off on quite a few shows. Didn't happen forever. It started in 2008 on CSI Miami where my character killed himself. Which was oh, bizarre. Having, if you've had, if you've ever had to kill yourself, and this character had to hang himself, oh. it was bizarre to just as an actor to go there. It was crazy. It was a, one of the craziest, craziest experiences because they put you on a harness, and my character was supposed to kill himself uh, using bed sheets and tied him to the bar in the cell. And he slides, he ties his hands up and slides down into it, and literally, the character that I was embodying in that moment decided he didn't want to kill himself in the middle of killing himself. But that was just one of those pure, in the moment, instinctive gut reactions to to what's happening, Mm -hmm. not the actor, the character. That was bizarre because, you know, you're sliding into it and then the thought of you, you can't return. Right. And then how you try to fight that. And that was something that just came out uh, in a moment. And th- those are the moments you live for, though, as an actor, where it's not planned. You didn't know that right. you would have that you reaction. Really and then I was like, oh, shit. Like, that was nuts. That show, actually, I had to kill a woman and kill myself. Um, just in the another same, Monday. On, it, was a, it was a Friday. Oh, just another it was, Friday. It was a Friday. And I've always said there's two roles, two things I will never do. Um, never harm women or children, uh, even as an actor, because, I mean, especially as an actor, because you have to go there, mm-hmm. right? Right. And um, the thing I didn't know was the woman, there was a, a, a co-star. Um, I was playing a cop that was mimicking these murders, and there was a woman that was on the list of a potential murderer, so I mimicked the... I was trying to mimic the crime using this woman, and he inadvertently kills her. Yeah. So I worked with this woman for an entire week, and then I show up on Friday, and like, oh, this is the day you have to kill her. And they had her laying out on a um, bench in a shed, and because I developed a relationship with her as well, I felt a way. The <laughs> director, yeah. I was like, you know what? Um, I didn't realize this was going to happen today. I knew she had to die, but I didn't picture how it right. happened. Right. And I was like, I need a moment. And we were just about to rehearse the scene. Right. And I went off to the side, and I just fucking lost it. Like, wow. He comes in, like, you okay? I was like, I have one take. That's all I can give you. Yeah. Because this here is just against my constitution. Mm-hmm. And... um you got it? Not in one take. I had to do maybe two or three or something like that because we didn't quite get it right. But that was on that. And, and then I had to kill myself later that day. Wow. Yikes. So I think I slept all the way till Sunday. And that's the therapy session in it the making. It crazy. That's just like in Game of Thrones, some of the rape scenes with yeah. Sansa. And I, Ra- I, I, mean, I, 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 no, I kind of blocked that out because it was they too They were intense. really yeah. hard to watch. I, I, and I, I can't As imagine. an actor, I, I just have no desire to do that. No, the children especially. Like I could no, never. No, oh, dear God. No. Would you ever do a fantasy like type movie like that? Like, or a show? Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'll do any. I mean, I'm, as long as, look, the... 
I mean, violent sometimes if it's justified and you have to do it, for, you know. Right. But just like, nah, I'm not interested. Let somebody else do that. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I thank feel you. Like that took we... a lot of my fucking time. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's been so amazing. You got a bottle of water at a full yes, bottle of Poland we give our Actually, you guys handed me this water. It was already half consumed. No, it, no, was it wasn't. Not. I gave you this a new bottle. Yeah. This is a lie. Anyway, listen. We just want to thank all of our listeners out there. We have some specific people we want to thank for some reviews. But hey, if you could do us a favor, we hope you enjoyed the show today and all of our shows. Give us a like, a subscribe, a share with your friends, a review, because it really does help us out and uh, get the word out there to the masses. Yes. Um, Corp Schmuck, Club Euphoria, <laughs> Nikki the C, and Texas 0816. Thank you for your reviews. And um, as Josh said, please, if you listen, give us a review. Uh, follow us on social. Oh, what's your socials? Give your, your you don't social. know my socials? I mean, I you often. You follow me? Oh, my God. Of course I follow you. What's, How would I know what you're doing then? otherwise what's other my, than what's my following you home on the subway every you do that. I First know. of all, we know he's lying because I don't take the subway. <laughs> you know how I get around New York? My wow. favorite way to get around New York. Bicycle? Right yeah. It used to be bicycle. Oh. You know what it Skateboard. is Skateboard. Electric scooter. I was get out of here. <laughs> you electric scooter over here? I have two of them. I, have, I, I almost did it today. I would have done it today. Oh, jeez. Um, All right. Well, yeah. we're at Jobs Blow that Podcast. Good, that was a good position right there, probably. Jobs Blow Podcast. Jobs Blow Podcast.com. L.A. We what? love you. Thank you so hey. much for Why are you, po- why are you guys this? posing? We're just taking. We're just <laughs> talking. <laughs> you guys are right, posing. What's your man. social? Just my name, Thank with the name. blue checks. Well, well, you got. And if you're one of those people that think they need to screenshot the one without a blue check, to do for what? You're getting. They're really... like roaches, right? The fake accounts. Oh yeah. They uh. Keep popping up, and so. They pop up. So you spend this time, you get your, your blue little check mm-hmm. to make sure that you're validated. Right. And then people see a fake account with like eight posts and like right. three followers. And they take a screenshot and go, did you start a new account? But it's all the pictures from my... I'm not, <laughs> that's more annoying than the people that start the they account. Just talk you know, to someone you. started like a fake account I'm about like, me. Uh, I have a fake account yeah. out there. Someone has a yeah. <laughs> one picture. Wow. I'm like, what's the, why do you... Superstar. Do you, no, man. You are not. a superstar. Yeah. Yo, you're the man. Superstar. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do. It the was words, so nice to meet you. Thank you as well. Um, Any ounce of doubt is one ounce of doubt, and you're out. You're out. That's Josh's new tag. Uh, my tags are at Mr. Josh Hyman, Mr. Josh Hyman dot com. Oh, Mr. Josh Hyman dot com. I think he one ounce of doubt. That one, and you're out. We're out. What do you have to say? What do you got? What do you got for us? Um, <laughs> you're gonna tell us your. You're gonna tell us your. Bree Haas one at Whoa, we All got right, it! It only took 15 it. episodes. Okay. We got it. Brie Malik one. got it out of me. Loved Malik it, got it, it out. It. Thank you. Guys. All right, thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, Malik. Peace. I'm too fly for my suit and tie, and I'd rather die than work nine to five. And I'm too fly for my suit and tie. I'd rather die than work nine to five And that's why I don't want to go to work I just want to chill and play all day Looking better in the base and say I wish I could just be still asleep while you work